It's your favorite manifesting cousin, me, Ira, and welcome to the Manifest With Me podcast, where we will be discussing mindset, manifestation, and money, with a little ratchet behavior mixed in from time to time. If you haven't already, please make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Niaira underscore X. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Niaira the Goat, and visit my website, NiairaTheGoat.com. The Manifest With Me, where thoughts become things, digital course has officially launched. If you're interested in learning how to manifest more, shift your paradigms, and overcome any limiting beliefs, this is the perfect course for you. Check out my website, NiairaTheGoat.com, to learn more about it. I'm so happy and grateful that you've taken a moment to listen to this podcast, and I hope you find this week's episode super helpful and insightful. Make sure to leave me a five-star review and comment on this episode, and shout me out on social media. I'd love to hear your feedback. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So hey, peeps, welcome back to the Manifest With Me podcast. I'm super excited to be back with a new episode. I've got so many changes going on in my life right now. Good changes, though. Good changes. So um, just a quick life update. Um, the Manifest With Me, Where Thoughts Become Things digital course officially launched on the 1st of August a couple of days ago. Oh my gosh, that course has been whipping my ass. Like, if I'm just going to keep it all the way a thousand with you, I feel like everything that I know about manifestation and all of the things that I've learned over the years um, all got all got thrown at me while I was creating this course. When I tell you just, you know... When you get into this this lifestyle, this way of living, um, sometimes you still get faced with moments where you could be desiring a certain manifestation, but yet your 3D reality just does not look like that. And um, I was faced with many situations at, while creating the course of life just not life just lifing and not looking exactly how it is that I wanted it to look. And some of it was me vibrationally playing into that, you know, and then other things, I think it just kind of was like life lifing and also testing me to see if I'm going to be as committed to my goal as I say that I am. So um, while uh, developing the course, I was on a spiritual fast, um, which was also another layer of um, hunger and at times hangriness. <laughs> Like, and also like, you know, whatever you do spiritual fast immediately after you start, you're just kind of like, why did I subject myself to this kind of pain? But there were so many um, breakthroughs uh, in my intuition that happened during that time period too. Um, I was not really expecting to be having my kids here for this school year, but boom, here they are. So, you know, preparing for school for two um, elementary school kids is quite the task. If any parents out there are listening, you know it's just a lot of ripping and running, um, uh, getting things together for the first day of school, which we had today, which I'm super excited to hear how Eli's first day of school went. Remy, I'm still having some issues with all of her stuff, but that's another story for another day. Um, and also, we've just recently wrapped up our July reading challenge on my Instagram Live. If you follow me on Instagram, um, you know that I have started doing these monthly reading challenges. And uh, from July through the next 10 months, we are on the book, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ag Mandino. It is literally one of my favorite books, definitely in my top five. It's a book that I always go and revisit. 
because I feel like the principles that are spoken about in this book are literally for everyone, for every season of life. It never gets old. Like the information is just timeless. And I wanted to just figure out a way to continue to build community um, through my social media um, channels. So I decided to start the monthly reading and I am so pleased with how the response has been, you know, like I read every morning at about 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and I have some regulars, you know, shout out to all my regulars. <laughs> and then I also have people who are able to pop in and out, you know, 10 a.m. It's kind of a, a hard time because most of the time people are already working and stuff, but it has just been such a blessing to me. And in the month of July, we read the scroll from the greatest salesman in the world on habit. I don't know if you're familiar with the book or not, but it is a parable of this uh, young man. I believe the character's name is like Hafid. And Hafid is given these ancient texts, these ancient scrolls from his boss or mentor, who is literally known as the greatest salesman in, in the world at that time. And I think one would think upon him receiving this um this box with the ancient text in it that you would think it has to do with making money. But there are actually 10 principles that can be applied to any walk of life, any career path that I feel like are necessary for us to really be successful. And I just wanted to go over in this podcast episode some po- some parts of the scroll on habit that really, really have stuck out to me over the years of me reading this book and specifically over the last 30 days of us reading The Scroll on Habit. This book was gifted to my ex-husband when we were still together back in 2012 um, when I was pregnant with my son, Elijah. I don't think that my ex-husband ever read it. I kind of nabbed it from him because I'm a little bit of a bookworm. And um, I started reading it and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, So it's important to note that this book has 10 scrolls in it and In the first scroll on habit, um, it is encouraged, the reader is encouraged to read each scroll three times a day for 30 days, once in the morning in silence, right after you have lunch in silence, and right before bed out loud for 30 days. And... Let me tell you something, if you commit, and and the first scroll is probably about a 10 minute minute long read, but if you decide to commit to that reading, especially if, I mean, even if you read fairly often, but committing to that type of reading schedule, especially if you are not an avid reader, it is so difficult to maintain. When I tell you I have read the scroll on habit more than any of the other scrolls because I'm constantly having to start over because the scroll also tells you or reminds you that, you know, if you miss a day, that day cannot be replaced. And it just really convicts you on being committed to your habits. So I wanted to kind of go over some of the parts in this particular scroll that have stood out to me over the years and especially in the last 30 days of me reading it. Um, And just kind of how it applies to everything that I've been working on um, in the business too. So there's a part that, and, 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 and let me also add, I remember reading this quote one time and I could totally be fucking it up, but um, I remember reading this quote one time that pretty much says, when you read a book 
or anything more than once, it's not that you end up reading something that wasn't there before, but you end up seeing something that was not in yourself before. And for me, like I said, I've read this the scroll on habits so many times, but when I think about my journey, my manifestation journey, my spiritual journey, and just where I am in life, um, some of this shit just hit different because I'm not the same person that I was in 2022 that I was in 2012 when I first started reading this. And I've had a lot of life experiences that have come, changed, and evolved me, right? So anyway, something that really sticks out to me, um, especially with, while we were doing the reading challenge, was this part right here. Failure, failure no longer will be my payment for struggle. Just as nature made no provision for my body to tolerate pain, neither has it made any provision for my life to suffer failure. Failure like pain is alien to my life. And I was reading this on live one day, or it might have been... It might have been whenever I was doing my second reading for the day. Um, I read that part and it hit me because, you know, I read a lot of personal development books, a lot of spiritual books, and I have been able to adapt to switching out certain words because to me, they kind of all mean the same thing. So I know that certain texts refer to nature as a replacement or an equivalent to the word God because... God is all, right? Um, so if you go back and read it with the word God in there, because, you know, sometimes people are a little limited in their thinking. So let's go back and read it with the word God in there. Failure no longer will be my payment for struggle. Just as God made no provision for my body to tolerate pain, neither has God made any provision for my life to suffer failure. And later on, um, the book also discusses the difference between how people look at success and how people look at failure. So I'm going to read that part so I can make my point. What these scrolls will teach me is more to prevent failure than to gain success. For what is success other than a state of mind? Which two among a thousand wise men will define success in the same words, yet failure is described in one way? Failure is man's inability to reach his goals in life, whatever they may be. So if we go back to where it says... God made no provision for my body to tolerate pain. Neither has God made any provision for my life to suffer failure. And failure, by this definition, is described in one way. Man's inability to reach his goals in life, whatever they may be. It's like when you think about it, and I kind of mentioned this in my digital course, we were all created in the image of God, right? And we were created as extensions of God so that we could be God self-expressing itself in the earth. Because, I mean, let's just make, like, if we had to make God a human, give God all of the human qualities, like a human that could literally do, be, have, whatever, and create all things or whatever, wouldn't you want all of your creation to be out here acting like you? <laughs> like, wouldn't would you want all of your creation to be out here expressing what it is that you actually are every day so that more people can be able to see, so that more people can be encouraged to do the same thing. And it's just so crazy, not crazy to me, but I guess I never saw it before, like replacing the word nature with God and understanding that that is the truth, that because we are an extension of source energy, because we are an extension of God, the great I am, that there are no provisions made for us to be failures. But we, we 
um, create failures in our lives just simply by not reaching the goals that we've set out for ourselves. Which is why the scroll on habit, which is why habit is so important. Because what we do know is our paradigm is made up of a collections of our thoughts, beliefs, and our habits. And Bob Proctor mentions that most of the things that we do is out of habit. <laughs> like we wake up every morning, there's a way that you do there's a, there's a way that you do everything. You wake up every morning, you might wash your face, brush your teeth get ready to get dressed and all that. And you've been doing it since you were a child. You were conditioned to do things that way. You were conditioned to put your t-shirt on a certain way, conditioned to put your deodorant on a certain way. You know what I mean? And we don't even realize it. It's become so automatic that our lives are like 85 to 90% on autopilot. And if the majority of our life is based on habit, then you have to go back and really take a look at your habits. Like if your results aren't what it is that you're desiring to have, then a clear direction as to how to alter those results are to go back and look at our daily habits. And I'll say this, because this particular scroll teaches you how to one, create a new habit. So it's it's like a twofold lesson here. The scroll is about habit, but it also teaches you how to pretty much create a habit. And you create a habit through repetition, which is why you're encouraged to read the same scroll for 30 days, three times a day. Also important, while you're encouraged to read the scroll for the third time in the day out loud before you go to bed, because anybody that's studied manifestation and the power of the subconscious mind, if this is the last thing that you are Um, impressing onto your subconscious mind before you go to sleep, it has a better chance of it seeping into your subconscious mind and causing you to act in this way. You know what I mean? Like your subconscious mind just accepts information. It doesn't know the difference between right and wrong, but it's also where all of your habits are kind of stored at. So if you're reading this before you go to bed, then now you're creating a new habit. And in this particular chapter, it also tells you that you can only create a new habit. You can only you can only break a bad habit by creating a new habit. So this this particular scroll by itself is just such a blessing because as you're going through it and as you're going through the daily reading three times a day, and if you're able to make, if you're actually able to do all three readings in a day or if you miss one, it convicts you so much because for me, it's kind of like if I can't commit to myself to read three times a day for 30 days at only 10 minutes, then I probably have a a break somewhere um, when it comes to how I am committed to other areas of my life. And this time of me reading this particular scroll has really just made me hold my life under a microscope because, you know, (laughs) the funny thing about life is like we can... We can want to hold everyone else around us to this high standard of how to treat us. But it's totally unfair to hold someone to a standard of how you want to be treated if you do not know how to first treat yourself at that same standard. If you don't know how to perform first at that same standard, it's really unfair to try to impress that idea on someone else. 
So when I tell you guys, like, this has been like a mind blowing 30 days for me, like, I mean, as it relates to me being committed to working on the course, as it relates to me being committed to doing other personal goals and things that I have in my life, even down to just something as simple as making sure to get up and get out of the bed and make the bed every fucking day. So yeah, when I tell you this, this time, because I feel like it's convicted me before, but this go around, me being super intentional about sticking to the readings, being committed to getting on live and reading every morning. Some some mornings it felt like no one showed up. Some mornings it felt like everyone showed up to the party. But it was me being consistent and, and being committed to the habit that I was creating in my life, being committed to the change that I wanted to see in my life. And it was also a challenge to me to just continue to prove to myself that I do have the ability and the capacity to be committed to my dreams and my goals, even when it feels like no one is watching. Because sometimes if you're not careful, you'll create goals for your life and try to create the habits that go around them. But they're coming from a place of ego and not from a place of love. And when it's coming from a place of ego, it's like you're waiting for the claps. You're waiting for the audience to arrive. You're waiting for somebody to pat you on the back and tell you that you're doing a good job and acknowledge that this is what you're doing. But you'll know if you're really committed to a new habit that you've created for your life when you can get up every day and be committed to that and do it no matter who the fuck is there, no matter who the fuck is watching, no matter if you if you decided that you want to commit to your social media for your business and post three reels a day for the next 30 days, the next 60 days and consistently posting that shit even when nobody likes it. You know, it's 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 hard. And you'll realize you will realize uh so many things about your own confidence, so many things about your own inner chatter, because in those moments, especially when um, it seems like nobody's watching and no one's looking, it's so easy for negative self-talk to like jump in. When you create a new habit and it feels like you're the only one being committed to it and it gets hard, um, the negative chatter can come in. I mean, whenever I was doing the committing to the to the fast just a couple of weeks ago <laughs> you got to know you got to know that while I was committing to the fast that all sorts of negative chatter was coming in while I was trying to create this new habit because I like you know you go to churches and stuff like that and people do um like a yearly fast at the beginning of the year or, or they might fast again right before Easter or whatever the case may be. And I decided that I wanted to begin to do more spiritual fast throughout the year and not make it a religious habit, but do things that I'm kind of spiritually led, spiritually led and guided to do just to continue to strengthen my relationship with source to strengthen my level of discernment, my intuition, so that I can be able to make wiser decisions, quicker decisions, um, and decisions that are made out of love and not out of the ego. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this is a new habit that I was incorporating in my life. And while the, the whole time while doing this habit, I'm just like being tested, like, girl, you know, you want that Chick-fil-A. Y'all, I was fasting from midnight to 6 p.m. So that's literally like all day. I was not, I only had a few hours in the day to actually eat something. I was doing liquids only and I only had a few hours in the day to actually eat. And when I tell you the negative chatter was just so loud on some days, which is why um, it's just so important to, to constantly keep yourself 
fed with things that are positive, you know, things that are going to be fulfilling to the higher self. So you got it. Like when you do a spiritual fast or you're incorporating this and this is just a complete, I know I'm kind of going off topic a little bit, but you've got to make sure that your entire diet is clean. The things that you listen to, the things that you watch on a regular basis, because whenever you're trying to incorporate these new habits in your life is all of that shit that comes up. And if you haven't been intentional about what it is that you're listening to, the things that you're eating, the things that you're watching, the conversations that you're having, all of that is what makes up the negative chatter most of the time. So anyway, just keep that in mind. But moving on, the scroll on habit also reminds us that good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. So the first Law, I will obey, which precedeth all others is, I will form good habits and become their slave. And it all, it later says, as a child, I was a slave to my impulses. Now I am a slave to my habits, as are all grown men. I have surrendered my free wills to the years of accumulated habits in the past days of my life, have already marked out a path which threatens to imprison my future. So because... Our habits already like <laughs> back to what I was saying earlier about as I was creating the um as I was creating the course, how it seemed like life was testing me. But a lot of the times the tests that we are facing are literally just from an accumulation of all of the habits that we've already created for ourselves. So if you have decided like, oh, my gosh, I want to lose weight. Right. And you have been on this strict regimen for your for your health and your food and uh, this strict regimen for how you decide to work out. And, you know, you're facing those days where the negative chatter comes up and you don't want to go to the gym or you're too sore, you're too tired or whatever the case may be. Before you changing and deciding that the new habit is your focus on your health, the past habits of all those unhealthy decisions are now the things that are threatening your future. You know, and a lot of times if we're not careful about our past habits, they'll put us in a position where we're a, where we're forced to create a new habit. You know, some, sometimes our past decisions and our past collection of habits now put us in a position where we're forced to change. And the hardest thing about change is <laughs> having to change when it wasn't your initial idea. So think about how much easier it is if it less and we'll stay on the example of working out and eating and being healthy. It's so much easier when you've come up with the idea on your own. You know what? I've decided I'm going to cut out all fried food. I'm going to cut out all fast food and I'm just going to work out for myself versus when the doctor tells you, hey, if you don't change your eating habits, if you don't change out or incorporate the fact that you need to work out more, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> that is, that's two totally different, like, feelings that come with that, right? The point I'm trying to make is just how the book says, our past habits and decisions do have the ability to threaten our future and the success of our future. And it's always better to be able to sit back and assess your habits and decide what you need to let go, what you need to keep, what you need to adjust, instead of being forced into having to adjust your habits, because then... It makes it harder to make this new habit become your new way of doing things because it wasn't your idea initially. So always keep that in mind, too. So I wanted to make this podcast. One, if you hadn't been reading with us on the scroll on habit, um, you you'd need to go and get this book, you know, because 
our habits are the only thing that are that's standing in the way of us becoming our most successful self. Like good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. The only difference between a successful person and a non-successful person lies in the difference of their habits. That's it. And if you feel like you have not gotten to a place um, where you desire to be, or you're not, not even necessarily that you haven't gotten to a place where you desire to be, but if you have not created the pathway to what that may look like to get to that destination, if you're not constantly working with that particular goal in mind, then this is your wake up call to go and assess your habits, make a list. Make a list of all the shit you do in a 24-hour period. Just keep a little notebook with you and say, you know what? I wake up at this time. I brush my teeth at this time. I get to work by this time. Or before I get to work, I have to stop at Starbucks by this time. And then I go and I do this or whatever. And make a list. And then after you make that list, you think about your goals that you want to have for yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and spiritually. And you look at your habits and you see what habits are actually contributing to the success in those five areas. Even when it comes down to the people that you talk to on the phone, how long are you on the phone with them? What does the conversation look like? Is it being, is it something that's fulfilling any of those five areas or is it taking away time from you doing any of those five areas? You know, so that's just something for you guys to think about, baby, when I tell you, this girl done got my life together. And even though we're in August and we've moved on to the second scroll, I'm still going back and reading the first one from time to time just as a daily refresher to keep me on the up and up. Because I truly believe that we really can have it all. But in order for us to have it all, it requires a certain level of discipline. It requires a very high level of commitment to ourselves. You know, and... You just got to keep it 100 with yourself. Like, more than likely, you're the only one standing in the way of you getting everything that you desire. And you just got to keep it real with yourself. And it's okay. It's okay if it's all fucked up. The good thing is, if you can be honest enough with yourself and really make the commitment, then you could change your trajectory Right now, you know, tomorrow does not have to be what your, what your today looks like. And I'm grateful that I've lived long enough and have been able to accomplish certain things to know what I'm capable of doing. And I'm sure you have too. So anyway, guys, if you haven't already, please go get you a copy of The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. I'm sure you will not regret it if you are in... Um, you know, if it's not in your budget, it's only $7.99 on Amazon, but if it's not in your budget, you can probably go to your local library and get them to order it for you. You can listen to it for free on YouTube, and you can also download the scrolls on Google for free. If you're interested, please join my live in the morning. Um, I've set my alarm clock now at 9.55 to make sure that I am on live <laughs> for 10 and that we are reading by 10.05 Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested in reading, we're doing the second scroll, which is on love, 
please feel free to join in on the live, join in in the chat. It's a beautiful community that we're making. You know, with this podcast, with the Instagram lives, even with my digital course, you know, I committed to myself a couple of months ago that I just wanted to really be the change in the world that I desire to see. And I am working my hardest to build a community where people feel comfortable, um, even with their flaws, and that we can all work through this together and we can encourage each other together. We're all on this journey together, you know? So if you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on all social media and everything else. I love you guys to pieces. Peace, love, and light. Always remember what you're seeking is seeking you too. Happy manifesting. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions or any topics that you'd like me to discuss, please don't hesitate to leave a comment or send me a DM on Instagram. Peace, love, and light to you. Always remember what you are seeking is seeking you too. Happy manifesting.